If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. to dial a shovel your local residential snow removal service please contact us if you have any questions we look forward to helping you keep your property safe and clear our number is 774-634-6200 hey 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 welcome everybody to the really charlie podcast and today's guest is Hendrick Hernandez Resto. Resto. This man is clearly, clearly one of my favorite artistic people within this city of New Bedford, Massachusetts. And, you know, this, I couldn't wait to get him on there. And I don't know how I missed him within the 365 days of existence on the Really Charlie podcast. But he is here now. And and we are going to highlight this, this man, this, this, Young man to me, but he, he's he's definitely definitely the one, the one of the the good guys that I like listen, listening to, only because he has that lyrical language that I listen to, and I'm not trying to turn I'm not, I don't want to turn off anybody from this city, but sometimes you gotta. But this man has what I like. What's up, brother? Hold on, I think I muted you. Hold on, I think no, I muted. I might, you. I might have muted myself. Thank okay. you for having me, Charlie. How are you? <laughs> nice to, nice to hear you. Nice to see you. Yes. Um, how's the family? Family's fantastic. Baby girl is is coming along, developing the way she should. She's asking me what's that. 
what's that? What's that? What's that? Every two minutes, uh, my son is doing fantastic, developing as he should. You know what I mean? With the autism and all, he's doing fantastic. Wife is doing good. Uh, I'm in good health. I'm in good wealth. I'm in good company. So I'm feeling myself. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Awesome. Autism. Autism. We got to you know, have you on here, you know, and talk about that autism. autism we can talk about it now, whenever. 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 Actually, you know what? that's part of you this is you so yes it is i like you whatever you want to talk about it's going is you know if if i ask a question it leads to something that you want to listen and learn or, or teach us about autism rapping music artistry all of it it's, it's all of all of the above on the really Charlie podcast excellent all right so re- reality said i had to get you on here and i felt Shout them out those instantly. Brothers. yep i felt them instantly and the craziest thing is i've known all of them since they were young since they were mm. just, you know just learning how to breathe and here they are they're on my podcast we all become friends and, and i'm very very proud of them and 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 I gotta say, I'm proud of you too with VHS tapes. You know that that was that was nice, man. And, and thank and you. I, it didn't take me, you know, one or two takes of it. It instantly grabbed me. You know, it got my take. I'm saying, all right, I like this. You know, some some song, some songs, some tracks come on, and you gotta listen to it once or twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I got it, but not with VHS tapes. I loved it. I love the collaboration. Thank you. And I hope that you all do some more collaboration because um, it's just it's it's a it's a combination of great sounds, great voices all coming together. And, and, and you know, you know, there's nothing. There's no similarity in all of you. You know, there's, you can I know when you're coming on. I, I just know when everybody's bizarre. Coming, I got it. I got the voices down packed. So, you know, in. Uh, so who inspired you to do all this? Um, to come into rapping, it was, you know, it was a life circumstance. I got to be honest. My parents and, you know, I love my mom, Wanda Resto, Angel Adorno. Uh, I love you guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop like crazy. So let's keep counting. That's, That's two right there. Right. <laughs> my parents <laughs> at that time were separating. And um, my older sister's boyfriend, Jose Moreno, that's three name drops in the first five minutes. <laughs> um, um, Jose Moreno took me under his wing and he saw that I was hurting a lot. So he, um, like a good older sister's boyfriend should, brought me down to what was uh, Andrea McCoy Rec Center. It was yeah. Westside at the time. And we used to go downstairs to box. And then when we were waiting for his mom to pick us up, we would break dance and freestyle. And that's okay. like the real first live introduction of hip hop that I got. Um, a couple of weeks out of doing that, right? A couple of times doing that, we ended up in my house break dancing. Yep. He uh, puts on this instrumental, we're break dancing, and I instantly start rapping about my parents getting divorced and okay. how it felt, right? And he froze right there and he was like, You need to rap that for your mother. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, this is the first time I'm rapping, number one. Number two, I don't want my mom to know what I feel about what's going on. But mm-hmm. he made me. A couple of days later, I rapped for my mother and my aunt. And um, 
it was a freestyle. It was just what I was feeling. I don't know that I rhymed, Charlie. I can, I gotta be honest. I don't even think that uh, I rhymed. My cadence was right. My rhythm was right. And what I was saying was felt my, my aunt and my mother cried. And that was like one of my first experiences with hip hop. That's really what made me take off is I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to deliver that feeling a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I gotta be honest, the first person, the first artist that I feel ever made me want to get better was Nas. Nas was like the first part. I never heard somebody rap so smooth, so righteous, so real. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I hate saying the word soft, but it didn't come off like that. It didn't come off too tough. Mm -hmm. It was realistic. It was artistic. It was beautiful. It was poetry. It was the first, that was the first artist that really made me want to be an MC was Nas. So much so, I named my son after Nas. I named my son Nazir um, because I want I, everybody that knows Hendrick knows that he loves Nas. That's one thing mm-hmm. that I, they know. So um, that experience rapping for my mother, and then I, I got to. I think the song that really made me pick it up was um, "John Blaze" was a song by Big Pun and Fat mm-hmm. Joe featuring Raekwon, Jada Kiss, and Nas had the first verse. And I just remember hearing that. And I, that's the first time that I remember saying, I don't think I could ever rap that well. I've eclipsed that. I'm, I'm nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very good at what I do. I'm very confident at that. So I look back at that young Hendrick and I smile at him and I go, well, you're good, kid. You're all, you're all set. Um, but that was the first song I got to believe, I, I believe in the first experience that I ever had that I, I, I said, nah, man, I got to rhyme. I got to rhyme. Even uh-huh. if I don't get famous, if I don't make money, it doesn't matter. I got to rhyme because I feel it in my stomach. Okay. I got you. The, uh, the earliest, let me see. Do you have any VHS tapes of you or digital of performing at a, at a very young age? So I have, so my musical history is really odd because, um, while I was raised in the projects, we lived in Satellite Village my whole life pretty much until my parents moved to Westport and I moved in with my girlfriend who I've been with, my wife, who I've been with for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. The first musical experiences that I had myself were playing piano. My mm-hmm. parents stuck me into piano. Um, I had a two-parent household for a long time, and my dad was adamant about making me play an instrument, and it was piano. He wanted me to play piano. I did not. He stuck me in it, and I took piano lessons two, maybe three times a week at the music shop on Belleville Ave, um, okay. which is now, I think, it's the temping agency now. When I drive by, yeah. it, it makes me so sad. But uh, back then, I used to take piano lessons there with a gentleman named Peter, and um, I hated it at first, and then I fell in love with it. Now, I'm in the middle of the projects. Everybody's listening to hip-hop. All my brothers and you know, all my friends and cousins are all listening to rap. And I'm listening to Bach and Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And I was really out of place at that time, I felt. But it was a really good musical foundation for me, I think. Because it helped me as a producer later on. Much later on, but m- a lot more than I think most people can I, I can really give credit to verbally. Um, from there, my parents wouldn't let me listen to secular music. Um, I mean, non-secular music. If it was worldly yeah. music, I was not mm-hmm. allowed to listen to it. We were a Pentecostal Christian household. And yeah. we couldn't listen to anything that had to do. If I, I had trouble listening to NSYNC. So mm-hmm. 
the earliest bit of music that I got was Top 40 Radio, sneaking it in my bedroom, which Top 40 Radio, Phone 107 in the 90s, was not giving you a lot of rap. They gave you Big Pun featuring Joe, um, mm-hmm. uh, right? And they would cut out Big Pun's part, and they would play the chorus and Joe's part, and I would be so sad because I'm like, man, there's my representation. But it it was hard. It was really hard. So no, I did not. The videos of me performing early were me doing like dance. I was into okay. dance. I was dancing a lot and I was playing piano. And then I decided to quit playing piano because I went into piano class one day, Charlie, and I told my yep. teacher I wanted to, I w- my dad goes, oh, Hendrix into rap music. So my teacher mm-hmm. and my teacher says, you can't play rap music on piano. And I say, you can play the instrumentation. And he said, no, no, no. And he starts kind of like mocking me for it. And I quit. Immediately, I was turned off. I was like, you can't tell me what I can and can't do musically. I'm going to figure this out on my own. And I left the Mm -hmm. piano world. I still play. Um, And I can play okay, but not too great. But Mm -hmm. the first earliest remembrance of me on music was me dancing to like in sync records (laughs) and then playing piano the earliest video that I can give you of me rapping was 12th grade in high school. Um, okay. There was a talent show. They were, oh, you're a popular man. No, don't worry about yeah. that, brother. <laughs> there was a talent show. Myself and Frederick S. Holla, Frederick Hallelujah, one of my brothers, another name dropped. We performed yep. and I got, and they filmed it. And my sister had a video and I remember watching it over and over and over and over. That's the first time. That's 2006. I had wow. been rapping. I had been rapping since 2000. So okay. it took me a little bit. I got into the game late because my parents were like, no rap for you. You're listening to Christian music. Here you go. <laughs> it's all good. You know, it, it, yeah. your, time, your time is is determined by, by the load up, up above, you know. Exactly. And, and exactly. Regardless of how fast we want it to come or how slow we, you know, want to stop the process. It's not our decision, you know, and, and no, your timing was, uh, I mean, your time is good because Thank you. who knows, who knows if earlier you would have had what you needed. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would have made some hasty decisions that uh, might've been hurting you now where you're the, right. The best of what you have to offer is right now, I think. I think so, that you're correct because I came into it at a at a at an age where I was maturing. I was rhyming as I got into junior high school in the midst of my parents' divorce. I was like 11, you know, I'm 33 now, so you, you're talking about 22 years of me writing rhymes and notebooks. Um, so I, I I tend to look at it like regardless of when I got started, this tw- this 22 years under my belt, nobody can take that from me. Um, yes. But you're right. I didn't get into it at such an adolescent age, in my opinion, that I let it manipulate maybe how I was going to feel or act or, um, you know, I really was. I'm a positive individual. I I come from positive people. Um, Are there traumas in my life? Absolutely. A lot of us have traumas, but those traumas didn't define me. And I chose to remain positive and positive music was what really influenced me to take it even further. True, true. I, I I love that. I love. It, let me see. What you know? My first impression of you is a leader. So thank you. As as you're a leader, 
all right and you come around and now you're thinking and you're brainstorming all these different collaborations something like vhs tapes yes so now you're a leader and but you're on the you're on the other side you're on the mm. artistic side you know so now you have all these heads all these different brains going on is it easier for you or is it hard for you to follow instead of lead or even reverse, you know, or lead and let them follow? Is it hard for you or is it easy? I I think for a long time at first, I, it was very hard for me to follow because I felt like I had all these ideas and these like, like I wanted to highlight certain things in hip hop that I felt weren't being highlighted to the best of its ability. Everybody sure. has a voice and all these narratives were being spoken at this time. But the most, most of the narratives that I was listening to growing up put people from the inner city and lower incomes in this box where it made us all look like we were okay with criminality. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to assemble music around the idea that not all of us were like that sure. where you know not everybody's sw punching you in the face the second that you cross the line you know some of us are forgiving some of us are a lot of us are loving a lot of us are caring a lot of us are are can have sides that are are softer and um we approach life differently the idea that everybody from the hood is snarling their lip and that nobody's smiling at nothing and that mm -hmm. everything's ugly is one that i never took kindly to and i never bought into um and i fought against a lot because i'm like man here i am, am i doing something wrong am i not living in the same neighborhood am i not having the same experiences maybe not but even with that i still saw people like q-tip and mm -hmm. Fight Dog and Tribe Called Quest and Farside and mm -hmm. uh, Leaders of the New School and and just um, Native Tongues, period. They all came from hard places. They came from places where I like to consider a little a lot harder than what I came from. And they still had a they still had a beautiful way of looking at things. Moni Love, Queen Latifah, these people, KRS, who started mm -hmm. off real hardcore. Right. And then. Mm -hmm. Lost Scott LaRock and decided, you know, I'm going to change this and self-destruction. And, and, and those narratives spoke to me so much louder. Now, um, I wanted to push those narratives. So I always found it very hard to follow because I felt like the easier route for a lot of rappers was to follow that narrative. True. And um, just to kind of stick to this one-sidedness where I'm like, man, you know how many people from the hood love anime? You know how many people from the hood love to draw, love to act, love to love drama, love their it's not just rapping and basketball, which is crazy because I'm really good at both. <laughs> and I, I really enjoy both. Um, I really do. I really do. I enjoy both thoroughly. I'm a massive Celtics fan. I played basketball yep. inside of like every chance that I could, I could. And I wrote rhymes in my bedroom until I couldn't write rhymes anymore. Um, but I, I still felt like there was a part of me that wanted to lead my brothers and my sisters on this quest to add more dynamicism, dynamicism, if you will, mm -hmm. to our to our portrait because it just yeah. seemed very one dimensional. 
I will say that I came into contact with a lot of people who I allowed to lead me. Eric Andrade is a very, another name drop. Eric Andrade is a person who I um, allowed to lead me in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, yeah. Ian Morgan is a person who I allowed to lead me and I lead him. Ian Morgan, another name drop. Um, mm-hmm. My brother, Damien DePeace. When yep. I was coming out of what I like to call my little mini retirement a couple of years ago after my son was born, I, I, I asked Damien, what do I need? And Damien led me step by step by step by step by step by step. Um, I'll say my, my homie knowledge out of Fall River. He gave me, he led me in ways. Uh, Chris Revelation Figueroa from EMS crew led me in ways. He gave me knowledge. He dropped knowledge on me. Um, so I think that as I grew, I allowed both dynamics to play, you know, wear as many hats as you can. I'm a producer and I'm a rapper and I'm an engineer. I'm, a, I'm all these different things. Why can't I be a leader and a follower? True. Right. If I wake up this moment at five o'clock and I need to lead, but at six thirty I need to follow, then that's what needs to be done. If that's what needs to be done. I, I will say I find it harder to follow <laughs> to answer your question. I absolutely find it harder to follow, but there are yeah. personalities that I, I jump on board with Linnell, Peter Linnell Walker is one of those personalities mm-hmm. where yeah. if he's leading the March, you're not going to hear a peep from me. I'm following the God, the God is leading. And that's what, and if at any point he looked at me and said, Hendrick, grab the microphone and lead the way, then I know it's my time. But yeah. there, again, there's a balance to all of this. I hate to follow as much as I, I love to lead a lot more. But as I grow older, I see the value in following. Weren't we? I, wasn't I following Malcolm a bit? Wasn't I following Ali mm-hmm. and Bill Russell? Wasn't I following what Kobe said? Wasn't I following what Nas taught me? I'm following every single day that I wake up. So, I, I you know, it's something that I needed to accept. So true. And I like that. I like that. Thank you. Like it, I like it. So I'll give myself five stars for that for that Thank question you. because of the answer that I got. Hey, know? that question, fantastic question. <laughs> we, uh, um, I've been uh, trying to do many many things um, mm. since I retired, and and, and uh, this podcast thing has has actually been something that came to mind and I was been I've been inspired by some of my friends and and some of the things that they done on on an early age like early time like with um Brian Magnet as we call him B Mag with him doing his thing with uh and now he's with WMB1 radio and he's allowed me to go into that platform and play music you know play the R&B music um so the podcast thing, you know, I was inspired to do it, and it led to this. Mm. I have so many different things I want to do, you know, like um, songwriting, and and you know, and it's there. The thoughts are there. It's just me trying to figure out how to how to format and get it right, you know. Yeah, and and I have people behind me that are going to actually guide me with that. Good. So. What is the one thing that you're looking to do in 2022 um, that someone else inspired you or just got you got you going? You know, got you brainstorming about I got to do this. I got to do. It's my bucket list. You know, it's on that bucket list. 
What's the VHS one? tapes. VHS tapes really put a battery in my back to collaborate because okay. I don't collaborate much with people that aren't in my immediate circle, right? And in my immediate circle is very small because it's supposed to be by design. It's just supposed to be a tight knit group of my brothers and sisters. Um, VHS tapes has is one of my goals. It has me wanting to achieve a certain goal. One of them that I want to achieve for 2022 is to collaborate more. Cause when Matt, when Matt Martinez, when, um, when he hit me up, I initially had said, I don't have the time. Cause at that time I was just plotting coming back. Mm-hmm. I was just getting my feet wet. And I was like, eh, you know, I don't know that I have it in me to show up on this record right now. I have, I'm doubting myself. Oh my God, what is happening? Um, And I had other ideas in mind already in place. And the way my brain works is I already had A, B, and C. So A, B, and C has to get done before I go to D. I can't commit to D because I don't know where I'm at right now in A, B, or C. I'm I'm meddling with all of them. And that's not necessarily the best way, but it's my method. Um, So I told him no initially. And then he came back and messaged me again a couple of weeks later and said, there's still time. I really want you on this. So I kind of like slapped myself in the face and I said, Hendrik, let's go. Mm-hmm. There's no, no, you're not doing this right now. You're not going to, you're not going to check it out. Let's go. So I gave myself a nice little sturdy talking to, <laughs> and uh, I said, send me the instrumental. So he sends me this amazing instrumental from Shade Akeda, who's yeah. out in uh, California. Shout out Shade Akeda with the amazing yeah. production. And he tells me, he tells me in the message also, Matt does, that um, Gremlin's going to be on it. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay. This is a big deal for me because that's yep. an OG. Yep. That's an old. That's an OG. And, you know, several years ago, I remember telling Gremlin at Miller's Homeport, man, I'm just trying to be where you are legacy-wise in the city. And I know sometimes to other rappers, to other people, New Bedford is small potatoes, but between lyricists, we care. Like, yeah. we care. A lot of us care about what we leave behind as a reputation and a legacy in New Bedford. I know mine is one of, of, of a bit of inconsistency. I know that. Um, but even then, Gremlin blessed me by saying, you've been doing this for a long time. You had your ciphers on the corner. You are a god. You, you, you're one of the legends here. Linnell introduced me a couple of times like that, and I just it felt sometimes I felt really proud of myself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like to add on to that legacy, I need to expand and I need to collaborate with other people. Luckily, Matt was persistent and I delivered the verse to him. Right. Um, and I like kind of like I was like, I want first verse. I want yeah. the first verse. <laughs> I need the first verse, Matt. And uh, I was he was beautiful enough to to let me have first verse. He sent me the record and everybody did so well. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm kind of happy I went first. I don't want to have to go after any of those verses. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I knew that I was going to be on a record with a lot of other people. So I decided to write it a certain way so that I can silently. I was competing against all of them. You know, I think yeah. they know. I think they know. I think it's something that all rappers do. We all compete. Uh, I always compete. But they that that was one of the things that set, that I said in my mind, I need to collaborate more. So I know that the album that I'm going to be releasing in four days, the accumulation of Hendrick Hernandez, Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any collaborations on it because I wanted to kind of put a cap on that era 
of moving like that, right? I wanted to do my last four songs alone. Not that I'm not going to ever do a solo song again, but um, I, it's just my goal to collaborate more this year is going to be something I'm going to do. It's going to be something. And, and it was absolutely spurred by reality featuring me on that record. It was a big deal for me to be, for somebody to ask me. So I feel like I need to return that energy back to the earth and uh, make other people feel the way I was made feel. Um, and in the other, I think the other goal that I do have is yep. I want to collaborate with more females and more women. I want to collaborate with more women in the sense that I don't feel like enough women's voices are being propelled. It's, it's a predominantly male palette. Um, and I want to assist as many young women as I can. Young women, doesn't matter the age. I want to assist with production. I want to give out beats. I know I did some. I did some last year. Amanda, Amanda. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> it's a very complicated last name, Amanda. I always skip this. Her, her stage name is Testify. She okay. recorded on one of my records, and that's another name drop. Uh, yeah. She. Uh, I felt it felt so good to expand that that range of voices right um i want to collaborate with more women i want to expand that um in a completely safe environment as much as i possibly can to collaborate with with more people period but to push female voices and not necessarily me be on the record just push their voices i'm here for that true if you as you're going along and trying to you know look for that female voice that female artist um, mm. you may, you may hear something, you may hear that voice, mm-hmm. but they need your lyrics. I'm willing to throw it on there, man. I'm willing to collaborate in any way, shape or form. I just want the young lady to be, or the, the, the I want the woman to be the focal point of the record at all times for me. Cause I don't think that those voices are being pushed enough. Good. I agree. I agree. Now, as you're, you're thinking about doing the collaboration. Who's on mm-hmm. that collaboration top shelf for you? Top shelf for me, off the top. The gentlemen, the people who helped me record my VHS tapes verse, I need to repay because okay. that was a beautiful thing. So Jay Reefa, that's my brother. We're um we're in a collective that we like to call uh the 48 Ronin. Um mm-hmm. if you know if you need to know what the 48 means. I'm a big believer in the supreme mathematics and, and the 5% nation of gods and earth. So I like to add the supreme math into a lot of the things that I do in the four and eight. If you know anything, if you want to look it up, I want people to look it up. Look it up in supreme mathematics, what four means and what eight, mean, what eight means. And that's the mathematics behind that. Ronin, it, it, it's a, Ronin is a, a, a warrior samurai who was disbanded from the like kind of like the rule of the government and he runs alone and that's kind of what this collective is so me and jay reefa i want to throw jay reefa on a record i want to throw raf ramirez who was with me in the kill um he's part of the collective i want to throw him on a record um and we're definitely gonna do it uh, my homie kyle mcpherson aka bristol county cashes cashes uh castro um as many different million names as my brother has he needs to be on a record i want to bring damien de peace on a record from mirror monster i want to bring him back because he's in 48 ronin as well i would love i have a laundry list Silaw, i need you Khalif, i need you um 
these are the the dream these are like the dream collaborations um sky king vernon Gil- gilmet like mm-hmm. beast need to jump on something with him d staley or d staley however anybody's gonna say yep. my man darnell the god need him on the record thorn freitas it's been a couple of years we need to be on something um libsy tragic montalvo L- lj we bang gang brizo finesse chan with the plan I have a laundry list. I'm already watching all of you's and I'm going to reach out to all of you's. Um, last but not least, my my brother, um, Sky Bento. Mm-hmm. I want to see him on a record with me. I'd like to I'd like to surprise people and throw Mike Montero on a record. Eric Andrade, mm-hmm. Doc Leck. I got a laundry list, man. I love you all. I'm a big fan of all of you, man. And and I, I believe me, I was thinking about your names before this because I thought Charlie's going to ask me. Uh, <laughs> Chris Revelation Figueroa. Knowledge, you two, we need to link up. These are these are people that I absolutely love and I'm a massive fan of. And and I just I I want to make my next record, which I'm going to name the Ascension of Hendrick Hernandez, one of those records where you hear a million people on because it's gonna be a collective effort. It's gotta be for the neighborhood, for the community. Nice. That's very, very nice. That list is is nice. Thank you. <laughs> You just you just cre- created a nice list for me. I'm gonna be nice. Let me write down this name. Let me check out this. Yeah, person, yeah. All those know. people are absolutely <laughs> worthy. All, I mean, Khalif is is a Grammy award winning artist. You know, it, it would be it would be an honor. It would be nothing short of an honor to have Khalif on a record. And of course, I produce all of my own records, so it would be nothing short of an honor to have those those people. Um, rap on records with me amanda we need to do a record um the again i don't see this is this is my problem this is why i want to push more female voices i did not name a single female voice there right mm-hmm. because yeah, i couldn't true. think of any nancita from mm-hmm. blessed energy she's she's an amazing artist i would love to have her on a record as well as blessed energy um tem blessed and, and dj yeah. angeli those are brothers of mine um but see, this is why I want to push more female voices because I don't know enough, and I I want to be the I want to be one of the people leading that. Even if I don't get any credit, even if my name doesn't show up on anything, I just want to push these voices because you see, I gave you a laundry list, and I don't think I put a single female name in there. And you know what? That is that's not a discredit to you. Okay. Thank you. All right, and 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 I don't want you to feel that way because. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out there. We know they're out there. Yes, they are. I'm but looking for y'all. <laughs> yeah, and, and and what I'm getting at is is they they need a push, but the best steps you take in life is your own steps. Mm. So as you know, and and you can push and push and push and this one, that one. I you I gotta get you. I gotta get you behind this mic, and I want to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. If they never make it to the stage, guess what? We can't, mm. don't hear them. So, nope. you know, and, and that's what I mean by no discredit to you because, yeah. you know, the old saying, uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it's, you, you just, that that list is, is amazing only because when I start thinking of things and, and and it all goes back to the the the, uh, the perception and the, and the brainstorming of third eye and what they try to do mm. and try to get people out there from the area then get them on it one after another a b c d e f g all the way to z mm. and they say this is what we have to offer 
and it's right here within your your block, your community. It's right here, and and that's and and as you mentioned those names, I would like to be, you know, that dude and and in front of the stage or whatever, just listening to one after another. Go and and I would love it. And, as and, a producer, I know. As a producer, I know the beats are the hardest part to get. If you can't get beats, what are you really rapping on? You, you could do poetry, but if, if that's not what you're trying to do, then that's not what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm like, I'm willing to offer production. I've sent out hundreds of free beats. I have no problem sending out free beats to righteous people, to people who are going to make art at, at a great level. And I make high quality beats, in my opinion, and I make amazing sounding. You know, we can make some top 40s. If you want top 40, we can get low five. Mm-hmm. We can get Doja Cat. I got a decent arrangement. It's my sound. So you're going to get that Hendrix song. You know yep. what I mean? You'll get that Hendrix Adobo. But mm-hmm. when I, <laughs> when I, I know that what's needed is production. I'd like to get to a point where, cause I already, I know that I have the equipment. My fa- my equipment to record is top notch. What I don't have is a space. What I'd like to do is eventually at some point in the future, you know, financially get to a place where that I can, I can rent out a place where that now I can bring people by to record recording out of my house during COVID is not something I'm willing to do. Um, right. You know, with two young children and a wife there, if it was just me, maybe I might risk it, but recording out of my house during COVID is not something I'm willing to do. And also I, I want to create a, an environment where I, I know that it's not safe necessarily atmospheres for young ladies when it's dealing with music, especially because it's predominantly male. So I'd like to create an environment and a space where those situations um, are, are, you know what I'm saying, managed. You know what I mean? In a way, like we, we create an environment and an atmosphere where it's conducive to the creation of popular and beautiful art by people who are being marginalized, in my opinion, and voices that are being marginalized, in my opinion, and that really don't get a chance to say much unless it's something sexual. Yes. And that's again, that's just my opinion, but that's what I see. I'm like, man, it's like if you don't if you get a young lady on the front of the stage, if she didn't say something sexual, then she got there at an expense of something else. I mm-hmm. want to cut a lot of that out. Um, and if the message is sexual, then so be it. Empower the young lady. I still want it to be a balance. The same way where I, I thought that I need a balance from my brothers, where not everything needs to be so hard and so Yes. Criminal minded. Right. Well, I need the same balance. I think there's a there's a balance out there for young ladies where not everything is going to be put in that case. But I still don't want to marginalize what women say and how they say it. I just want to put records out and I want to help them. I want to help as much as I can. I I feel you on that. I feel Mm -hmm. you on that. And um, the. uh, I want I want I'm going to reach out to a couple of people, you know, especially some of the, the podcast people that are, uh, that are at abstract labs, you know, Mikey. Montero. Yeah. I got the my brother. Right now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I'm going to talk to them because you know what, it, this is all virtual. You and I are doing our thing here on this mm-hmm. podcast, but I want to see you abstract labs in that studio with justin montero and you guys just going going that's the brother you know it's i i gotta see that so you know come actually tomorrow i'll be there i'm gonna actually reach out to whoever i have to to get you in there as a guest you know and yeah and and, then kind of if you gotta 
if you got to duplicate what you just said now, then that's fine. But what yeah, I- me Montero, me and Mikey Montero got a, got a solid relationship. I actually toured Abstract Entertainment a couple of months ago, um, and it was beautiful. What a beautiful facility! Like it was like the dreamland for people who do music like me, like you walk through there and it's just like, Oh my God, that studio really inspired me to get my home studio to a level where I'm like, okay, okay. Because I know what it costs to do that. I know what it costs to be there. I know what it costs to own that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I got to piece my own man. So Mikey really yeah. inspired me to make sure that I got my own stuff set because I've just, it was beautiful to see. It's something that I wanted to continuously see. So I built my own little tiny version of that at home. Um, so, but yeah, man, when I toured it, I could not believe what I was looking at. I, I really, yeah. What a blessing to have such a place like that in the city. Um, because I have friends who have moved out. I have friends who live other places who have been raised other places. And when I tell them what we have here in new Bedford, I know that maybe sometimes when you're in new Bedford, it's hard to, to appreciate but take it from people take it from somebody who speaks to a lot of people outside of new bedford who have left new bedford they a lot mm-hmm. of them uh, musically artistically wish yeah. that they had in where they are now what we have here true man and and <laughs> it's, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because the uh because of so many so many uh inspirational people have left artists so many artists have left Mm. And we kind of missed them. We missed mm. them only because if the opportunity was here, it would have it would have definitely blossomed. But because it wasn't here, they moved on and kind of did whatever, whether it's a career, whether it's mm-hmm. a family, whether it's something, something just stops them from doing what they did, you know, sitting within the city. <sighs> And feeling so much joy and happiness in it, but you know, and so we missed we missed that. However, they're still around. They still can inspire people. You know, yep. the young ones that are that below them. And uh, I hope that they are coming back to the city, giving back to the city their knowledge, um, because a lot of us from this area we do go elsewhere and we get a cultural shock. Yeah, we get a cultural shock in so many different ways, and and um, um, and to me, a lot of you know, it, although it was very very mentally stressful for me to be elsewhere for five years, mm. when I were able, when I was able to come back and bring it back to this community, it made me a better person, and uh, mm. um, and I was able to be the person I am but right here within New Bedford, Massachusetts. So, um, but enough of me. The uh, <laughs> I, I want to try to play this track that I, I, I like. And Do it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best here. So let's do this. Let's do this right here. Add to the stream. Hey. Do this right. As That's my Spotify. See, Go follow me. Yeah, right. And we see our man here on Spotify. There is oh, just, man. you know, why listen to someone else when you can listen to your homegrown man right here? Hey. Hendrick is on Spotify doing his thing. I am. Um, so this one is titled Of Mice and Men. Oof. So, and it, it's, 
already been, you know, it's second because VHS VHS is definitely my number one. Um, but if I have to kind of label it and say your 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 make your 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 lyrics right here, this yep. is my number one. It's so this is what I like. All right. So of mice and men, y'all. Hopefully y'all can hear it. I do not want to mess this up. Age at the border, these supporters getting way up out of the disorders out of order. Got a great amount of rage. That's something that most rappers just would have rhyme about, but I feel my pudding spine and I shouldn't I be proud. Ain't never be a this time is now. Hey, how couldn't I be down? God, cause I'm really good at this happy stuff. You should be really good about finding out. Come on, you know Papi don't front. Must be exhausted with all the heads you copy at once. Just straight sloppy, no talk to my schedule so I can meet you at the top of the month. But for what? You can take just whackness at the age of Matt. I refrain from acting unless somebody's out here yelling action. When they say a certain animal's to blame, I just think all you animals the same, and I'm a go support respect for my name. When you say it, bro, and I mean, there's two different type of people in this world. That's my some men, but I'm a god, so I don't roll around with either likes it. I'm super respectful for my name when you say it, bruh. And I mean, so who you been losing to? I thought it was you versus you. That's the universe moves. Time to pay some dues and put respect up on my name when you say it, though. Put respect up on my name when you say it, though. So who you been losing to? I thought it was you versus you. That's the universe moves. Time to pay some dues and put respect up on my name when you say it, though. Put respect up on my name when you say it, though. Respect up on my name when you say it, bro. I love it. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. So oh, yeah, I'm a yeah. <laughs> you see that one that just started playing right there? That one, that one's my favorite. The Sour Notes that is my was, favorite. That one okay. was my favorite. I love that record. You don't got to play it for them. They know about that one. But of All Mice right. and Men, wow, that record, that record is a record that took me like a year to record because I was, it was so much going on. I didn't feel confident in my mixing ability at that mm -hmm. point, And I held it. And then, and then I drew Dwelly. The boxer yep. from New Bedford. The, another name drop. Drew Dwelly yeah. had made a post with that song because I had sent it to him mm -hmm. just on like a whim. He made a post with it and I, it really got me like, all right, I need to go and finish that song right now and release it. If Drew said it was, if it was good enough for Drew Dwelly and he's knocking people out, I need to stop. So I went ahead and I finished that record and I put it out and it was, it was, you know, it was a, I, I love trying to name songs after books. Mm -hmm. um, and I never really got a chance. And I remembered it in the midst of that. I was like, oh, I can name the song of Mice and Men. But how do I make it of Mice and Men? And then I wrote 
like it, it i don't know how i came up with that chorus charlie i don't know what i was doing that day what magical power came over me when i said it you know there's two different type of people in this world there's mice and men but i'm a god so i don't roll around with either likes of them i might have flipped over six tables and ran through a crowd of 50 people with a stiff arm good enough to run 100 yards on a super bowl run i swear i was doing a backflip when i wrote that because <laughs> I, I couldn't believe i wrote something usually i'm like i'm amazing on choruses but that was like top notch for me even for me so i'm happy you like that record that's I that's it means a lot <laughs> i do i do i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it in in, in my podcast and uh but you know what it's something i'm gonna do even better mm. every tuesday from 6 p.m to 9 i'm on wmb1 radio and uh mm. You know, it is R&B, but I always put local people on on every week, and, you know, and I'm going to throw something. I'm going to definitely, whether it's VHS tapes or whether it's Of Mice and Men, I'm going to do something. Um, and there may be one this week and one next week, but I'll definitely hey. be playing that. Check out Sour Notes, because Sour Notes will probably fit the mix a little better. It's a little softer and smoother. Yeah. And I promise you that by May, I promise you by May, I'll have an R&B-styled song for you. Um, and, I'll, and I'll just, me, my friend, uh, my brother Ian Morgan, mm -hmm. and uh, my brother uh, Cassius. Castro, I many different names. He hasn't picked yeah. one yet, man. This man needs to pick one. It's Bristol <laughs> County Cashes right now. So we're going to go with that. So myself, Ian Morgan, and Bristol County Cashes are going to release a song called Love Language, which will absolutely fit the R&B motif for your record, for your radio station. And I, you could, and you know what we'll do is we'll let you premiere it there if you want to do that so that everybody will tune in and listen to that because the record is going to be worth listening to. I will definitely. And, and you know what? I always... Um, I always offer the invite, you know, so, mm. you know, you can come right in the studio, right up there. I'm with that. You come right up there, you and whoever you, represents you and uh, represents the, the, the track, you know, definitely yep. come on board. We'll definitely make sure that everything's on point. You know, talk to Brian, make sure there's enough microphones there. And, and, and as far as the sound, he's on point always, so. Yeah, of course, of course. We'll share a microphone if we have to. We don't care. This, these the brothers, the brothers are hungry to get out there. Especially my brother Bristol County Cashes, especially him. He's hungry to get out. He should have a record out come February first, which will then be followed up by my brother Damien come March first, which will then have a record that'll follow up by our brother Jay Rifa April first, and then myself Cashes. And Ian will either be in um, May or in June, depending on how the seasons roll around. But we're thinking maybe June, probably. If I said May, okay. I was wrong. June is better because it's a yep. summer. It's a summer style record. You know what I mean? We want to release it at the right temperature. But uh, like this is that's the kind of the idea that we have with 48 Ronin. We're going to come out as individuals at the beginning of the month. For like the next three or four months, we're going to each release our individual records. And then come the summertime, we're going to have something as a unit to represent us and include other people as well. It's again, it's not a group. It's more of a collective. It's a bunch of individuals that kind of just want to roll together and make music um, and, and represent that like really high artistic quality that we feel is missing from a lot of things. So um, 
You can look out for me, obviously, January 1st, mm-hmm. Cassius, February 1st, Damien, March 1st, Jay Reefa, April 1st. We're expecting Wrath May 1st. So let's everybody push Wrath to push, push Wrath for May 1st. <laughs> and then you'll see, you'll see Love Language in June. And um, mm-hmm. that record should be making its rounds, you know, but we, we would love to bring it to, to, to the to WMB1 if we, if we get a chance. Of course. You got that uh, guarantee. I'm word. I, you got my word. You will be there. And uh, yes, hopefully our, our schedules get together. We'll get our schedules, you know, together. And um, we'll definitely make sure that it happens um, regardless, even if it's, I would like it to be on my show, but I know I'm going to push it just to be on WMB1. Um, we'll have it ready for you, man. Expect us in June, June 1st, around there. We'll have that record ready. And and you know what? Like, I'm glad that I'm saying it here so that it pushes the other two brothers that are on the record with me to be prepared because we got to get this thing done. <laughs> yep. And, and, and feel free, anything that they're doing, please um, tag me, share me so I can add it to the group that really. Um, Absolutely. Charlie podcast group here on face on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you also have, you have, um, your own website. And, yes, I do. And so I got a couple at this point. I got a Wix yeah. website. If you look me yep. up on Wix, you know what you, what, what, what the general public can do. If you type in Hendrick Hernandez to your Google search, you'll find everything for me because I'm probably the most, I'm not probably, I am I'm the, the most famous Hendrick Hernandez that there is. There ain't no more Hendrick Hernandez's out there that are more flavorful, that are more artistic, that are giving you more than I am. So they, Google doesn't even show you them. They show you uh-huh. me. So, <laughs> so you, can go, <laughs> you can go to my Wix website and that's where I have a lot of my my instrumentals um, because I wear the producer hat, right? And then there's the United Masters website that you can go to so you can catch up on my like streaming music, right? You have my artist page on Apple. You have my artist page on Tidal. You have my artist page on Amazon. You have my artist page on Spotify. There are so many pages. It's difficult to keep up with all of them. So I've done myself a huge favor and just pushed myself enough to be the most famous Hendrick Hernandez on earth. So you (laughs) you can just Google (laughs) Google Hendrick Hernandez. You can skip the resto part because it's not part of my artist name. All Um, right. Right. And, you know, the rest, though, I actually added that because it's part of my legal my legal birth name. And I Mm -hmm. always felt bad that when I came here to America on all of my American documentation from Puerto Rico, right? All my Puerto Rico documentation has resto on it, which is my mother's last name. Mm -hmm. And when I came here, we took it off because it's something that they just don't acknowledge here. But it's something that still I'm legally part it's still part of me legally so i've resurrected resto um i've restored it if you will yeah because i got i feel like i need to honor my mother you know and i think that we were talking about this before mm-hmm. we went live is my mother is a huge part of a lot of what i do and a, a lot of my representation in, in a way and a lot of my portrayal of myself i want to portray i want to represent her well as well as my sisters um i don't have any brothers so you know i have a really good aspect on the female thing Mm-hmm. So Resto is is not part of my artist name, but you know ASCAP won't let you put your full name. <laughs> they either make you change it or modify it somehow. So I had to go with Hendrick Hernandez. So I'll stick with that for now. But yeah, Google search Hendrick Hernandez and you'll find all the beautiful thing that I do. And and you you're not lying because there was a bunch. There was 
it was a lot for me to copy and paste and i was like it was right, it's I too much yeah. they got me here they got me there they got me there you know the distributing sites when you distribute through the distributing sites they also release your songs through on youtube so if you put it up on your on your page that's great there's a whole nother page dedicated to you from a distributor if you switch distributors then you got another page it's it's a messy little game sometimes for guys who are doing or guys and gals who are doing what we're doing at this level you're you're a manager you're an accountant you're you're your own publicist you're your own producer your own engineer your own lyricist you're your own backup your own security it's mm -hmm. it's scary sometimes right so you're you're everywhere and you you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. You know, the reason the reason why I wrote my 15 books is mm. because I wanted something to be on the shelf for my family to read when I exactly. pass on. And uh and you know what? A couple of the books you wouldn't bring to church, but <laughs> that, it's me, you know. It's That's my, how I feel about some of my records. Some of those records, please don't play them don't play them in church, but I mean for the most part, I wanted to leave something for my children to be proud of. And there's not a single record that I don't feel like they can't get a good representation of their father. And my mother's the same, same thing for my sisters and my and my and my mother and my dad and my stepfather. At no point do I feel like they can point at any record that I've done and say that's a bad representation of us as a unit, as a family, because I thought of them. And and you know what? At the end of the day, it's my record. So <laughs> it's what I want. It's what I yeah. want. But I consider, I consider the I consider the fact that I was raised in a household with five women and I was the only male. So yeah. I consider how I speak about women on records. I consider how I, I've been with my wife for 16 years. I'm gonna consider how I speak about relationships and how I consider um, you know, my sexuality and all of that. I'm going to consider it because there are people in my life who taught me to be considerate of those things. And I feel like I want them to be proud of me. And I, I don't want something as silly as a record to I be the reason that they kind of look at me funny at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, Charlie, if I'm being honest, it's my record. And I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> true. true. Uh, I, I got you 100%. I, yeah. um, one of my favorite poems was uh, Man, That Woman. Mm. basic on that same you know f same i was raised by a bunch of women and mm. uh, and i just go and i, I just kind of just said well let me talk about them and it, and it starts off me and that woman and it, mm. and, it, and it just and i just go into it i wish i could recite it but i don't it, it's funny you must go through the same time same thing yeah you write so many lyrics and, you, and, and sometimes it's similar all different you know and i might recite a poem and then all of a sudden i'm reciting two poems because i it just flew with something else i wrote a while back and i'm like i just uh -huh. don't want to mess it up just don't want to mess it up but um so the um my last and final question yeah um, is gonna be who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Oh man, like who I want? I want to. I think Frederick S. Holla. Frederick Hallelujah is the person I'd really like to see next. My brother is is an amazing, devoted. Um, you know, I hate to put the label of Christian rapper on him because the the man makes amazing music. Period. Just. Mm -hmm period and his energy 
And he's been my brother for so long. He was the first person that really patted me on the back and was like, my Lord, you're good. And like, and I was like, really? I see you writing all the time. (laughs) Awesome. I'm good. Like (laughs) he really, (laughs) he really brought the child out of me. And you know what, where, where it's, how many times are you going to get somebody who's, you know, a secular MC saying that you should bring on a non-secular MC to your podcast to, to discuss the things that he believes. I, I be honest with you. I, it's not that I see eye to eye with Frederick on every single thing that he talks about and the things that he believes, but I respect his energy and his devotion and his discipline. Mm-hmm. Most of all to what he believes, because if, if, if there's anything that the RZA and Wu-Tang clan taught me about 5% knowledge is that it's, it's more of anything. It's a discipline. It's a, it's a science, you know, and I respect how he respects his science and I respect how he respects his music and how he, how much love and energy he puts into it. Um, and I just, I feel like that's, you know, when me and my brother get around each other, we, it's all love all the time, man. And it's somebody that I, I absolutely adore and, um, whose voice I want to hear more of. Um, he's one, I will say testify my, my sister, Amanda, She's mm-hmm. the other person and she's the same way. She's a young lady who raps um, and, lyri- and creates lyrics that are dedicated to the Lord. And, okay. and it's maybe it's not something I'm in the lane of, but it's, some, it's something that I respect so much. I respect what they do. I respect their discipline. Either one of them are great voices. I think, either, I think having both of them would be a fantastic thing to see because Frederick's so animated and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Amanda's so you know, mild-tempered. They would, they would uh, very well like, not clash. They would interact very well. I think that they would be fantastic to bring on. Um, but yeah, those are the two people I'd like to see okay. on the Real Charlie podcast next. We're gonna, um, you get me that contact, absolutely. You know, and uh, I have some available weeks in January and February, um, a lot of dates. Um, uh, so I like to do it as soon as that. Um, yeah, only because it it, it, it would be nice having a I podcast agree. right after yours. And the people mm. that they're recommending, and they're right after that. And so when you go to YouTube, it's like boom, 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 boom. It's yep. Like, you know, and that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm going to work on that. And, uh, but I, I got to, you know, this is one of, one of, one of my favorite podcasts here. Only Say, that was we, beautiful interview. We, we didn't do this, man. We waited, you know. We waited and it's here and everything that I anticipated was boom, right here on the screen. Hey, it all worked out. Hey, and again, don't feel bad for not inviting me over the last year. I was, I was nowhere. I was at home being a dad. I was not being a musician or an artist, which is something that I am no matter what, even if I'm not making music, but I wasn't producing, I wasn't writing. I wasn't doing anything. And a big thank you to Matt Martinez and the reality crew and, um, Linnell Walker for really putting a battery in my back for, to make me, to make me come up out of my grave because Mm -hmm. they, they really did. And, you know, the accumulation of that is what's coming out on January 1st, the accumulation of Hendrick Hernandez, which is aptly named by my brother, Ian Morgan, who I love so much. Thank you for the name, Poppy. I really appreciate that, but you can catch that on all streaming platforms January 1st, as soon as you wake up, or if you haven't gone to sleep, which I doubt you guys will, because it'll be new year's stream my music. As soon as the new year starts on all major streaming platforms, 
platforms. I don't care if you're on Deezer. I don't care if you're on Napster. I'm there. You'll find me. And it's, again, if you're on those sites, it's free. So just play me. You're doing me a favor. You're doing yourself a favor playing such amazing music by people that are, you know what I'm saying, not really getting paid much for this. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, 2022, the Really Charlie podcast will start its year with you. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. We will have that music playing that day. Mm. Podcast and 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 sharing it and doing my thing. You know. Yes, I'm happy to hear that, man. I'll be watching. I'll be there. All right. And as we uh continue to um you know as as we close on this podcast, we're here through StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. So I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely and 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 you mentioned I I I can't let the, you mentioned about you know just Google your name. Well, the funniest thing is I like Google your name and it's on my YouTube channel. You know, and, and I'm like, I we didn't even air anything, but he's there. He's part of it. You know, so I'm there, baby. I love you, brother. You I love you too, God. You continue to be the great great man you are, the great father you are. Thank you, awesome husband you are. Thank you. Continue to, uh, you know, be that man that we're proud of, and I'm, I'm clearly, clearly proud of you. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate you having me here. I appreciate having the opportunity. You know, I, I just, I, I, I'm happy that I'm, I, I'm worthy. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's something that I go through on a daily basis, and stuff like this really affirms. When I look back and I go, man, was I supposed to release this music? No, absolutely. I got on Charlie's podcast, and if nothing else comes out of it, then I'm happy. So I appreciate you, God. Thank you so much. You made my day. You made my night. You made this podcast much more beautiful than what it usually is, and I really, really appreciate it, brother. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate you, man. Take care, man. God bless you. Peace. Awesome. You can't you can't get better than that. You know, this dude is, I met him probably 2017, but I probably always knew of him, knew of him, but he, he's grown into a great young man, great man. And he's doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things with his music. The lyrics are definitely um, worthy. And uh, it just puts that positive light on some things and, and it becomes inspirational. And as he collaborated with some other local artists, you know, and um, uh, I, I just, I was glad to see that. I was very, very happy to see that. And uh, they all reached out to each other. They all spoke highly of each other. And it was great, you know. So continue, continue to listen to the Really Charlie podcast and view it. I appreciate all your comments, tremendous comments out there. And, um, I really, um, hey, this made my night. And he mentioned Darnell Staley. He will be on the podcast next week. And um, another local artist, a rapper, and he's doing wonderful things. And uh, he will be on next week. Uh, This week we have, um, let's see, we have uh, Albie. I'll be um, from Packer. He'll be here talking about the unhoused people that are on the street and they have a different, they have a gathering sex um, center at Packer. 
uh, that's open. That's open for people to go in. So he's going to talk about that. We also have um, um, your CBD store that's in Tiverton, Rhode Island. They'll be on. And uh, they'll be on on the uh, 30th. So continue. Continue to support this podcast. And uh, thank you for the comments. Um, I see y'all out there. Thank you for supporting me. This really, really means a lot. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless. See you Wednesday night. All right. Take care. You are listening to WMB1 Radio. Your Irving Music Link from the Secret City. Your host, Charlie Perry and Russell Raymond, serving you R&B music on the rocks. Chilled music with chilled hosts, where you get to listen to the music you love the most on WMB1 Radio.